Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world. I want to welcome you to today's episode. It is a mashup that I have three wonderful guests, and here they go. From episode 70, Dale Beaumont. He is award-winning technology entrepreneur, international speaker, and author, and she has wonderful insights. From episode 71, Evelyn Seawold. She is a digital thought leader. And from episode 73, David Cummings. He's a leader in the IT sector and three wonderful guests that share great insights. So if you haven't really checked out their full episodes, go ahead and do that. So that's episode 70, Dale Beaumont, 71, Evelyn Seawold, and episode 73, David Cummings. Hey, listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, we would love to see you in those two different platforms. So feel free to come along and join us there for sure. All right, time for you to get on with the mashup. Sit back, relax, take notes, and enjoy the mashup. Dale, you and I, we've met leaders around the world over the years, and the question I'm going to ask you is, because I'm sure you may have several, but I'm just going to ask you to select one. Who's your favorite leader? Now, this person can be alive or from history. Who's your favorite leader and why? A lot of uh, people that come to mind, the person that I just associate with just every time I think about leadership, you know, I, I think of John Maxwell, who I know you're a big fan of uh, as, as well. For me, he just, uh, you know, just is the epitome of leadership and a leadership expert and someone that's dedicated, you know, basically, yeah, 50 years of his life to, uh, to the pursuit of uh, becoming a great leader. And then more importantly, training up other people to, to become great leaders in their own right. So have huge respect for him and the work that he does and continues to, uh, to do. I was just on a class with him a couple of uh, weeks ago that he did a virtual summit, which is incredible. So love you know, his, his whole mission. I also look at other leaders as well. Two of the other places where you find really amazing people is one from in for churches or any sort of religious leaders, but also in terms of uh, another area would be in uh, network marketing. And the reason why is because both of these places, they're what's called like a volunteer army. No one has to, you know, go to church and no, or no one has to do something if you're in you know, network marketing or direct sales. Everything's through through choice and everything is not like in, in, in the 
corporate world, in the normal kind of business world, you have to do this because I'm paying you. And if you're not, you're fired. And that's kind of basically how things work. So people basically have to do what you say. And if not, the only choice is for them to leave. But rather than getting people to do things because they have to, really what we should all inspire to do is to become a leader that uh, has their their people do things because they want to. They want to do things. They want to be engaged. They want to be on this journey with you. They want to perform at their best. You know, you only have to look at the stats to see, you know, how many people, I think it's like something like, you know, 65% of the workforce is disengaged, you know, in what they are doing. And so what we really want is we want to to have more people that are engaged, you know, in what we are doing in our lives. And so there's lots of great leaders, you know, in those realms that I've seen, you know, over the years. Um, there's a, a church that I belong to uh, with a guy called Pastor Phil Pringle, who I've, you know, seen do some amazing things as well. Then in the network marketing world, there's a lady called Glenda Leonard, who's been a leader and a mentor for, for me, who I know we both know as well. But then in terms of, you know, big business, there's obviously heaps of amazing CEOs and leaders out there, all sorts of different companies. And then, of course, in the sort of small to medium-sized business, there's uh, there's also amazing leaders as well, sometimes the unsung heroes that might be running an amazing, you know, cafe or amazing music school or or just really running a great gym and they're leading and inspiring and motivating people every day. So I think that there are great leaders everywhere. You know, we should all just try and look at the people that inspire us and going, "Mm, what's one thing that they're doing that I can incorporate into the way that I lead people as well. Yeah, that's very powerful. If you take that one thing and implement it for yourself, that can be life-changing for you, your organization, your team. Yeah, because sometimes as well, even though most of the time I have good energy, sometimes, you know, my, my energy levels can drop and then I'll meet mm. someone and they'll say, wow, love that person's energy. It's like, okay, I'm going to remind myself, oh, I really love how that person's such a, so, so, so present, you know, yep. they were just there. I was like the only person in the room. It's like, geez, I, I need to work on that a little bit more myself because I can feel my mind wandering. Or this person was just really such, such a great listener. So these are the things that we need to learn. And constantly, even though we sort of know these things, in the kind of constant, you know, world of, you know, where there's lots of different competing priorities and lots of sort of challenges, we can kind of forget things or, and we just need to be reminded of them. And so learning from everyone is really key. So Evelyn, I'm sure you've got many, but I'm going to actually ask you, who is your favorite leader? Now, this person can be alive or from history. So who's your one favorite leader and why? Well, in the tech space, there are so many innovative leaders. So I think this is a very tough question, Dennis. But if I'm going to pick one, it would have to be Melinda Gates. Mm. Her and Bill's foundation have done in eradicating polio and the approach they took using data. I mean, they completely modeled the world and looked at where they needed to be. Um, and it was simply extraordinary. But I think Melinda Gates, she's also you know, a real role model for females in technology, which was you know, really important for me. And um, I had the good fortune of hearing her speak live once. And I really related to a story she told about you know, working in a male-dominated IT team you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, and how she tried to be like the males in the room in her approach to leadership. And it just wasn't her. And so she decided to be herself and take an empathetic, um, you know, more inclusive style to leadership. And, you know, she just really absolutely took off from there and everyone wanted to be part of her team. 
And I think, um, you know, it's a really bold move to to tap into your own personal leadership style and what works for you. And she's also incredibly committed to increasing diversity in technology. You know, we're coming to an age in artificial intelligence where, you know, we are setting the stage for how technology is going to work for us for time to come, that's for sure. And we run at a risk of it being really heavily biased if it's only going to be coded by, you know, a slither of the population. So she's really, really focused on how do we think about different ways of attracting people into technology? How do we get them to learn differently? And how do we actually find them? And yeah, so I just think she's um, a real genuine person and, you know, real role model. And she, she was definitely a role model for me. As hard as it is, that's the person that I would have to pick, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, very good. And, you know, and, I, and I like what you say about her. She was trying to be like others in the room, but then she decided to be herself. And I think that's really quite cool mm-hmm. where you actually bring your personality to it, to the table, be who you'll be. Because I think there's a lot of leaders out there trying to be something that they're not. Yeah. And they wear like a mask. And uh, if I can put it that way, I don't mean a pandemic mask. I mean a mask whereby they're actually hiding behind and they're not actually bringing their own way out or their own personality out, which is, I think, really cool. Because as you just said, when she did, everyone wanted to be part of her team. Absolutely. I think that's awesome as well. Yeah, very good. So, David, the question I've got for you here is to actually understand from you. I'm sure you may have many, but, you know, who, who's your one favourite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favourite leader and why? Right. I'm going to go with Steve Jobs from Apple. When he was around, he changed the world. I'm told he was difficult to work with at times, but he built very, very strong teams around him. He had passion and complete focus on perfection. And actually, his legacy around what he's left in terms of market and product, the iPhones changed the world. The way we interact with each other, the way we interact with social media, who would have thought in the 90s that would have become the way we run our lives effectively? Everything from banking to music to looking at videos and all sorts of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, it really does run our lives. And um, we, we run our lives through it, but it also actually runs our lives. And then also we can run businesses. I mean, whole businesses through that phone. And it wasn't as if he or the company designed phones. We already had phones, but they just bought it out in a different way that was more appealing to people. And I think also they're very good at how they market the product to the industry or to the to the market, right? Yeah, exactly. And you can go on YouTube these days and still see the first launch with them on the stage presenting that. And it's still inspiring. You're still going to learn from that. Any product company these days can still look at how Apple launched things back in the day. And today, I feel it was better back in the day than now. But, But yeah, what an inspiring leader. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, well, what an interesting mashup, listeners. So from episode 70, Dale Beaumont, episode 71, Evelyn Seawold, and of course, episode 73, David Cummings. Now, each one of them have shared some great insights, and hopefully you've picked up one thing there that they've shared for you, and that you go and actually apply that learning, that insight for you, your team, and your organization. Hey, Tim, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, come along and join those different platforms. We would love to see you there. 
Also, please share this actual episode or the podcast with three other people, and we would love to see them actually coming along and having a listen and tuning in. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they've been released. Download them, have a listen, and put a review and a rating. Feel free to share them with your friend or your friends in your network. And if there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the show, or if there's a uh, question you have for my guests as I interview them, or a question for the Ask Dennis freestyle episode, then feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. All right, team, it's always great to have you here. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 